Well, hey there. Welcome to the Prayer Podcast. I'm your host, Jan L. Burt, your fellow Jesus follower who very much wants to grow in my prayer life and encourage others in their prayer lives too. Here on the Prayer Podcast, we learn what the Bible has to say about prayer, and then we apply it by actually praying. It's my privilege to join you on this prayer journey. Now, let's get to praying. glad that you're here today. You know, I have to share something interesting that I heard recently. I kind of was surprised by it. So I don't know if you'll be surprised by it. It may be completely irrelevant to you. We'll find out. Of the 4 million podcasts that are out there in the podcasting world, it is said by industry experts, like this is super recent info, that only 250,000 of those podcasts are actually like active, as in they're producing regular new content. Wow, I was so shocked by that. Like, oh my goodness. It also made me wonder if it's kind of hard for people to find what they're looking for. So say you're searching for a new podcast to listen to, right, on a certain topic, is it hard to scroll through all of like the kind of the the podcasts that are to figure out this one's active, this one isn't? Or do you start listening to one and then realize, oh, this, that they're not making content anymore? Like, oh my goodness, that's a lot of shows that aren't doing anything new to kind of like, you know, you've got to sift through those, I imagine. So anyway, I found this super curious. If you found this podcast, The Prayer Podcast, or my other podcast, The Burt Not Ernie Show, I think that's interesting and cool in light of these statistics, these stats. But I would love to know how you found the show. Like, I'm actually just super curious. Like, after hearing this information, how'd you find the show? Leave a comment, DM me, let me know in real life, send me a text, email me at Jan. L. Burt, B-U-R-T at Outlook.com. If you wouldn't mind, I'm just super curious. I'd love to hear how you found the show and how you sift through the podcasts that are kind of like dead air. They're not producing new stuff. So, um, and also, as always, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you being here. It means so much to have listeners. I mean, if you podcast and have no listeners, I don't really know what the point is. Maybe that's why some of those podcasts went to the dead zone. Okay. So right now, what we're doing is we're looking at the verses in James chapter 1, verses 12 through 15. I said that kind of rambling. Let me say it again. We are looking at James chapter 1, verses 12 through 15, continuing this series of kind of like looking at this chapter and praying through it. And then we'll move on to chapter 2 of James. James is a, is a hefty book. I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation I'm going to start in verse 12. I'll read it straight through to verse 15, and we'll go from there. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say, okay, we need to pay attention when God's word says do not and must. Those are key words. Do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong, and he never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. Last verse, verse 15. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. 
all right, there's a lot here. And I do mean it when I say listen when God's word says must and do not. It's really important to pay attention when the Lord speaks to us like that, that directly. We ought to be able to patiently endure testing and temptations according to this verse. That's the first thing to make note of about this passage, and then to pray about today. And I'm going to pray right now, Lord, enable us, your people, to patiently endure testing and temptation, to not semi-endure it with griping, not with complaints and temper tantrums and moaning and groaning from start to finish, but patiently, because you say we need to endure that way. And so that is what we are praying for. Enable us to do what you are calling us to do. Help us where we need to be helped. Grow us in patience where we need to be grown to the degree that we need to level up. Lord, enable us to do that. Help us with it. Bless us with patience as we face hard things. Amen. Amen. That's my first prayer for you today. It's not the only one I'm going to pray for you today. The first one. We must realize that God is not behind the temptation that we're facing. We cannot safely or wisely lay blame at his feet. That's a big, big, big no-no. We just can't keep doing that and think that we're in the right. And some of us, we do this far too often. God isn't tempting us, period. He just isn't. We know this because this passage tells us that he's not able to do so. He's never tempted to do wrong, and he never tempts anyone else to do wrong. So this begs the question, how are we doing in this enduring thing? Do we endure hard times as if it's true that God isn't behind it? Or do we act like every bad thing, every hard thing, it all is attributed to God in one way or another, and we're just going to blame him? Maybe we don't even realize we're blaming him. Let's pay attention to this and pray that we remember that he is not tempting us. It just isn't within the realm of possibility. And I really do mean this. We should actually we should actually pray that we will not fall into Satan's trap of blaming and accusing God of something that he is not capable of doing. We want an improved outlook on life and an improved prayer life to boot, right? So if we want that, we got to get in line with the word of God. Pray about this. Ask God to remind you of this verse Whenever you begin to even hint at thinking of laying something at his feet that does not belong there, this will be a protection and an encouragement to you. It also honors the Lord. So it's like a win-win to pray according to this verse. And when we pray according to the word of God, it's like, how it, what is the saying? It's like dynamite. You're like putting the two things together, prayer and God's word, and it becomes like dynamite. It's explosive. Things happen. Mountains get moved. In prayer, let's deal with what the Bible says is the root cause of temptation. And what does it say? Our own desires. They wage war against us. So what do we do about our desires then? We've got the flesh. We've got our own desires that are that we're being told here. They wage war against us. What are we going to do? Are we going to just ignore that? Are we going to pretend that there's no war happening? Are we going to deal with it? Our flesh needs to be continually crucified. This is something that Jesus's followers need to take very seriously. And sometimes we do not take this seriously, not at all. When's the last time that you had a sense of being in a battle with your flesh, of working to crucify it, to make your flesh die so that you could live fully for the Lord? crucify our flesh because our temptations entice us 
and drag us away. Think about that. Think about that. Why would we want to ignore dealing with something that the Bible clearly says drags us away? What's it drag us away from? Him, the Lord, all the good things he has for us, his will, his ways, his freedom, his grace, his mercy. Sinful actions are birthed first. And once those sins grow up a little bit, then death is birthed. Sin first, then death. That's what it says in the book of James. And if we do not take this seriously, this dealing with our own flesh, then who will? If you don't deal with yours and I don't deal with mine, who's going to do it? I cannot crucify your flesh. You cannot crucify mine. We have to deal with this or else the, the end equation is death. It leads to death. It drags us away. Why would we not want to slay it? Verse 15 reminds us what we all know for ourselves, because we have lived it, have we not? We've lived this, this reality that sin leads to death. Haven't those of us who have come to Jesus for forgiveness and grace and mercy and healing and just help, Lord, help, those of us who've come to him, haven't we already learned the hard lesson that sin leads to one place? It leads nowhere but death before it takes any more from us, before it takes anything else from us, let alone before it drags us away any further, let's pray and ask the Spirit of God to aid us in our goal of doing what the Bible says. And let's ask the Lord to help us crucify, put to death the deeds of the flesh. They do not belong in our life because the Bible says so. Okay, let's... um. Let's go ahead and pray. I think it's time to wrap it up and pray. And this is a blessing and a prayer for you both. So I hope you receive it that way. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the word. And thank you for the hope that your word brings into our lives, into our hearts, into our minds, into our workplaces and our homes, our families and our church gatherings. Thank you for hope that you give and that your word gives. Keep hope alive in us and begin a work in us today the work of crucifying our flesh. We cannot fully do this on our own. We just can't, Lord. We need you to make it possible to give us the courage and the strength, the patient endurance, and the victory over the things that weigh heavy on us, that drag us down, the things that are pulling at us and trying to drag us away from you. We agree, Lord, with what you have clearly said in the Bible right here in these verses in the book of James that we read today. We agree with you. We agree with you, Lord, and we want to be more fully yours today than we were yesterday. And tomorrow, more fully yours than we are today. And just continue to draw us closer and closer to you. Bless your people. Lord, bless your people. Free us from the hindering things that our flesh brings into our lives. Make us a people who are ready to meet our Lord when he returns. Jesus, be honored and glorified in us and through us. I pray all these things in your name today. Amen. Alrighty, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to subscribe to the prayer podcast with me, Jan Elbert, to get notifications of new episodes. Um, And if this blessed you, you know, share it with a friend. That's like the greatest compliment you can pay to a podcaster, sharing, passing the podcast along. And uh, I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks so 
much for joining me today on the prayer podcast. It's a blessing to read what the Bible says about prayer and then to be able to pray with you. Remember to always pray and never give up. See you back here next time.